And so before I continue any further, let me tell you that social scientists have already figured out what they call the happiness formula. So here you go. I'm going to give you the happiness formula. And it is just like Einstein's formula, H is equal to S plus C plus V. Okay, and this is well researched, by the way. I'm not making this up. But as we spoke to His Holiness and other people, we realized that human beings are peculiar. They can have all the things in life that they get, and they can still have existential unhappiness. That's Dr. Deepak Chopra. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Hello! And welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today as we close out this week's episodes with a speaker that we haven't had on the show for quite some time, but I'm really excited to have him back on the show because he has a great message to share with us about happiness. And he distills happiness down to three core tenets, which you can use as a template to see where you are on your happiness scale and to improve your level of happiness starting as soon as you get done listening to this clip. So without further ado, here's multiple time New York Times bestselling author, speaker, spiritual leader, Dr. Deepak Chopra. Enjoy. When I was a physician in training, and I'm still a physician, although some people call me a witch doctor, um, I used to ask my patients, uh, why do you want to get better? It happened one day because one of my patients who had coronary artery disease says, I have to get better. So I said, why? He said, I have to go to work. I said, why do you have to go to work? He says, I have to send my children to school. I said, why do you have to send my children to school? They get a good education. I went on and on, and finally he said, shut up. All I want is to be happy. Okay, so then I started asking my patients the same question. I'd take them down the rabbit hole. And they'd all say the same thing. I want to be happy. And so it occurred to me that that's the meaning of life. That happiness is the ultimate goal of all other goals. You want to be successful because it'll make you happy, you think. You want to have a good relationship because in your mind, that's going to make you happy. You want um, to be healthy because it's going to be making you happy. You want higher consciousness, the connection with the source of the universe, happiness. So this set me off on a long journey, which began almost 35 years ago. And that is, what is happiness? And so before I continue any further, let me tell you that social scientists have already figured out what they call 
the happiness formula. So here you go. I'm going to give you the happiness formula. And this occurred after His Holiness the Dalai Lama a few years ago asked a bunch of us, uh, he said, why don't you, you're all talking about stress, why don't you talk about happiness? So um, two years later, a bunch of us, including some really interesting social scientists, they went back and they said, uh, Your Holiness, we have the happiness formula. And it is just like Einstein's formula, H is equal to S plus C plus V. H stands for happiness. S stands for set point in the brain, which is how do you look at the world? Do you see it as a problem or an opportunity? Um, so that's the happy people, obviously, see opportunities, the unhappy see problems. C stands for conditions of living. Are you successful in the material world? Because that's a very important part. So if somebody says poor people are happier, don't believe them, please. Okay, <laughs> poor people are not happier. Uh, there are exceptions, of course. And that's about 10% of our happiness experience. The first part is about 50%. And the third part is choices that we make every day. And there are two kinds of choices we make. One is for personal pleasure, sex, entertainment. In America, the number one personal choice for pleasure is shopping, believe it or not, and uh, entertainment. And then there are other choices we make, which are for fulfillment, where we find purpose, we contribute, we create meaning in our lives, and we live the questions, as Brad said. And they start very simple, and then they get huge, these questions. And it doesn't matter whether we know the answers or not. As Brad said, quoting Maria Rilke, if you live the questions, then one day, when you're ready, life will move you into the answers. And in this third part, which is about 40% of our happiness experience on a daily basis, the easiest way to be instantly happy, instantly happy, is to make somebody else happy. And you do that by giving them attention, listen to them, affection, care for them, and appreciation. Notice some strength that they have. So there you have the happiness formula. Okay, and this is well researched, by the way, I'm not making this up. But as we spoke to His Holiness and other people, we realized that human beings are peculiar. They can have all the things in life that they get, and they can still have existential unhappiness because they worry about not being happy in the future. Or they remember the past and they have some resentment and grievance. So one of our scientists said, you know, if you kick a dog, the dog also remembers. And you meet that dog five years later, the dog will remember, might attack you. But unlike a human being, the dog uh, won't plan for five years how to get even. <laughs> so that's... Uh, very fundamental difference between us and other living organisms. But we also worry about the future. We worry about old age. It's the story of the Buddha. He saw as a youngster people getting old, people getting infirm, people going through decrepitude, both physical and mental, and ultimately people dying. And he asked, uh, is that going to happen to me? And his friend, who was a stable boy, he said, yeah, it's going to happen to you too. It happens to everyone. And so set the Buddha off to what in the East we call 
the path to enlightenment. And this path evolves slowly as life evolves. So as life evolves, our brains also evolve. We have three parts to our brain, the reptilian brain, the emotional brain, the cortical brain. And when Rudy comes on, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But you know, essentially the meaning of life also evolves. So in the very early stages of our life, our goal is just survival, safety. When I was in medical school, the way we remembered the functions of this part of the brain, the reptilian brain, was the four Fs, feeding, fighting, fleeing, and uh, reproduction. <laughs> okay, so that's the first level of meaning. The second level of meaning is success. You know, it's such a big thing in our culture. Hard work, exacting plans, driving ambition, goal-driven, and when we finally get it, then most people have rotten teeth, high blood pressure, and cardiovascular problems, inflammation everywhere, and bad tempers. But anyway, that's a goal, okay? That's part of the meaning of life. And then from there, we evolve into love, belongingness, and from there, we move into self-esteem, real self-esteem, which means not self-image, but that part of ourselves which is independent, of both criticism and flattery, that part of ourself which is hiding behind the ego, that part of ourself that uh, is creative, that part of ourself that has imagination, that part of ourself which is fearless. And then the journey really begins after that because it's not till we have reached these earlier stages that we begin to ask the most important questions of our existence, which is, why is there a universe? Why is there something instead of nothing? Why is there awareness that there's a universe? Because if there was a universe and we weren't aware of it, then there is no universe. We are aware that is the universe. What is the nature of this awareness? Where does it come from? Do we have a soul? What is the meaning of death? Does God exist? And if God exists, does he or she care about us? We are, after all, a speck of dust in a minor galaxy somewhere in the junkyard of infinity. It's a big universe, 13.8 billion years in the making. It's a huge universe stretching 47 billion light years across infinite number, literally hundreds of billions of stars and galaxies way across the cosmic horizon where dark energy is making the galaxies tumble faster than the speed of light into the unknowable. Where do we fit in? Where do we fit in? And today we know that every atom in your body, every atom in your body goes back to the Big Bang. The hydrogen and helium in your body was created in a few seconds after the Big Bang. Every atom in your body, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, was manufactured in the crucible of stars. We are luminous stardust beings, the coming together of space, time, energy, information, and matter that has become self-aware. We are literally the eyes of the universe looking at itself. And if we begin to recognize this and live these questions, 
then we are the evolutionary impulse of the universe to its next stage of evolution. Today, people talk about global warming, radical poverty, violence, all this chaos. I'd just like to say to you that this is the moment of opportunity. This is the moment of choice. Just when the caterpillar thought the world was coming to an end, it turned into a butterfly. And that's where we are right now, and the choice is ours. Ask yourself, what do I want to contribute to the world, and when do I start? Big thanks to Dr. Deepak Chopra for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him and his work, you can go to his website, DeepakChopra.com. That is also his Instagram. His YouTube channel is entitled The Chopra Well. And his latest book of the many books that he's authored, I believe over 90 books that he's authored, but the latest one is entitled Living in the Light, Yoga for Self-Realization. And I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Deepak Chopra and Rudy Tanzi Superbrain. And if you'd like to check out the last time we've had him on the show, as I mentioned in the intro, it was a very long time ago. You can go back and check out episode number 174. And I'll have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with a link to today's entire talk. They will all be in the show description below if you are interested in checking that out. All right. When you get a chance, please follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. It helps the show out tremendously. So I appreciate you for it. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a peaceful rest of your day. I hope you have a terrific weekend and I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later.